What's happening, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 66 of the KDH podcast. I hope you're all having an absolutely fantastic week. I'm sitting here trying to be dead positive, looking out the window right now, and it is absolutely fucking miserable. But good news, I'm going to Madrid next month. We've booked that. So, no, it's exciting. Me and Ailey, I'm pure telling you what we're getting up to. We're going traveling. I don't know how long for. Probably like maybe three or four weeks. We say traveling, we're going to probably like few different places in Spain. Sound like I'm going to be backpacking for five months in Nepal or something. I'm not. I'm going to Spain. And then we'll book Madrid. And then we don't know where else we're going. I think we're going to go to Valencia. I think we're going to go to Alicante. I'm not really sure, but I can't wait to hire a car and drive about. And I'm also going to be working away when I'm away, which is going to be class. And I won't lie, there is a bit of fear there. There is a bit of the unknown. People keep telling me like, oh, you, you have a great holiday. I'm like, it is a holiday, but I'm also going to be working as well as normal. So the podcasts are going to be coming up every single week nothing's going to change apart from I will be in the sun and you will not hear that rain that is smashing against my window right now. You hear, I don't know what you hear in the sun. You hear this, You you. if you could smell the podcast, you smell sun cream. If you could smell for this podcast, you would smell sun cream. So yeah, so I'm going to get into it now. So we're on episode five of Level Up at KDH. So far, guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I hope you're enjoying this sub-series that I decided to start. And uh, as always, if you're enjoying the series, Please, please, please take a wee screenshot, tag me in it, and uh, upload it to your stories on Facebook or Instagram, or both. I think you can do both now, because when I do one, it seems to go into my business one as well. Magical. But um, yeah, so today's episode, hating yourself in incredible shape. This is a bit of sarcasm, by the way, and it is, like, I'm not going to lie, I was going to call it something else. Can you hate yourself into, uh, hate yourself into incredible shape, or I don't know. But essentially, I just wanted to entice you in. But... I wanted to kind of come on to this and I, I wrote it down and I wrote some notes today and I've changed. I'm not going to ask myself some questions. I've wrote down some notes and I wrote underneath it and I challenged myself and wrote, or is it? And I essentially wanted to share a bit of a lesson from Tuesday's call with my mate and fellow coach, Sylvester, who came in and delivered an incredible training on building your identity. So essentially one of the things that Sylvester really went into um, and it was news to me as well in regards to the, one of the parts in it. But one of the biggest things that I'm really big on and say Project Level Up is being clear on your values. Because if you're clear on your values, then the day you're going to be as content as hell. You're always going to be at like optimal. Because if you're doing loads of things that you don't actually value because you think you value them, you're not going to be happy. You, like, And I've been there as well, by the way. Don't think I've had all this. Don't think if you're listening to this, oh my God, I don't know what they are. Like, this is stuff that. I've, through developing myself and knowing what they are over the years, I've, I've just got a bit clearer on them, right? For mine's like any of you guys watching right now, it is leading, like, as you can imagine, being a coach, leading, setting the example, um, also training, pushing myself, developing myself, uh, financial independence, um, like traveling, as I said, I'm going to be going away and socializing and eating good food. That's like my highest values there. And see, as long as I'm doing those things, I'm happy as Larry, right? So, Essentially, one of the things that Sylvester mentioned was you have core values and you have aspirational values. And it was the aspirational values part that I had never really heard before put into words, but I got it. So essentially, an aspirational value is something that you necessarily really value, but you might not be doing it. Doesn't mean that you can't do it. You might just not be doing it at this current moment. So in the past, I'll give you an example for me, that would have been me really wanting to be a leader, really knowing that I could contribute more, just like I'm doing right now but always kind of being like, well, I'm not doing that, but I know I want to do that. That was previously an aspirational value. Now it is a core value of mine. So I hope that kind of makes sense here. It might also be things like financial independence so that you can live a life and support your family. And you might not have that right now. You might be working towards it. So 
that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like these can be values that you aspire to. You might not be fully living in line with it, but you're aspiring to it. So it's fine, right? So as you can probably imagine, a lot of people aren't clear on what these are. And as a result, people just lead a life like with a load of junk values and doing things that only really bring them short-term pleasure. And I know this because I think everyone goes through this or they might still be going through it or whatever. You do this pretty much as like growing up and especially in the West Coast of Scotland, Central Belt Scotland, you go out and you get smashed every single weekend. And someone, if someone was to ask me like what I do when I was 19, I'd have probably turned and said to them, well, I, I go out and I did train, yeah. I go out, I work, I'm in the military, I, I train and I go out. That would be it, right? Whereas now, like it's totally different. Like I'm like, I like reading, I like developing myself. I like connecting with other people that are on a similar path to me. Um, I love signing up to big, big events and really like, do you know what I mean? Exploring, whereas before it was like, I just, I did want, they were, they were aspirational, but I didn't, I just didn't know it at the time because I wasn't clear on it. And what I was doing was living this life, but it was very, very materialistic. Like all I really cared about was clothes, I mean, stuff that I could buy, partying, drinking. And ultimately what I was doing in the process of that was essentially I wasn't happy. Like at the time, I had a great time, by the way. I had a great time when I was younger. Like I'm not saying that, but like a lot of the time I was pretty fucking miserable. I've mentioned it before in the podcast that just really, really not in a good place, living for the weekend, burnt out. I was happy for like two two days, three days of it, whatever, right? So that's a really good example of this right now. And look, I'm not bashing loving materialistic things. I've got a lovely car and a lovely house that I absolutely love. Do you know what I mean? But I also do other things which I highly value, which allow me to have those things as well, if that makes sense. I love going on holiday. I love eating good food. Um, do you know I mean? I'm not as asked about designer clothes anymore of that. Like I like wearing nice clothes, but what I'm trying to get at is that if you like, it's not to say that I'm saying that these things are good, bad, right or wrong. I am just saying when you're not clear on them, what you can sometimes do is just place values on things because you think you should. And I think we can all relate to this. All I cared about was fitting in when I was younger. All I cared about was having the, the same jacket as everyone at school was when I went out that as long as I had a designer top because that's what people done. And what I'm trying to get at is that if you're not clear on what you actually value, you can end up just doing things in an effort to value other people. And this is going somewhere, by the way. It really, really is. So yeah, so a lot of people get into fitness because of the way they look, right? So they get into fitness because they want to change the way they look, rightly so. But obviously what they realize in the process is that the reason that they're unhappy in their body is because the way that they're currently living their life and as a result of them changing the way they look, they have to change the way they live their life, which ultimately brings them more happiness. And along the way, they realize that how they look is purely the outcome of how they live their life. And ultimately, in the process of trying to look better, they go on a journey of discovery, make loads of mistakes, and become happier in the process as well, if that kind of makes sense. It's not just a case of them, I need to lose two stone, they lose two stone, and happiness. It's they go on a journey of discovery, improvement, and on the way they figure it out. And then, oh, the byproduct is you look good. Do you know what I mean? Because your habits, beliefs, behaviors all reflect that. But basically what I'm trying to get at here is, but in the process of looking good, and this was what Sylvester mentioned, and it's so, so true, people can actually compromise their values and begin to hate themselves in the process. So yes, you can hate yourself into incredible shape. And the reason why I'm saying this, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not aware of that, like if you think that getting to 4% body fat and seeing veins on your abs will bring you happiness, 
you're in for a shock. It's not going to bring you happiness, right? If you are fully aware, you're already clear on your values, you understand the repercussions of getting ridiculously lean, and you're aware that your energy is going to be low, you're not going to be able to do some things that you might value, like randomly going out for lunch, you're going to have to be pretty regimented with your food, blah, 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 all this other stuff, right? If you're not aware of that, you can probably imagine how that's going to actually sacrifice a lot of the things that you enjoy along the way. Now, I'm not saying you can't get into good shape. Like, there is no point where it's like, oh, no, that's the line where you can't go beyond. What I'm saying is there is essentially a point you can get to. Like, I pretty much live in that line. Like, I've got really good standards. I consistently move. I never miss a training session. Like, um, my nutrition's on point. Like, I still enjoy, like, I've got, I say I still enjoy, I'm not drinking, like, six, seven weeks, but I enjoy bevying quite a lot. I love going out for good food. I've got I've got a sweet tooth. I love eating biscuits and stuff like that, but I've got good boundaries. I've got good boundaries in place. And as a result of that, I'm able to maintain a good level of physique. But what I'm talking about is people want to get to this place where it's like ridiculous, 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 but they're not taking into consideration the other things that come hand in hand with it, right? So what I'm saying is you need to be clear on your values and understand that, yep, if you there's going to have to be, and the thing is as well, guys, I'm not saying there's no sacrifice. Like you have to have, like I've just mentioned, there are solid standards and boundaries in place if you want to live a certain way. Like I would never thank you for going out for a bevy midweek. I would never just randomly go to the pub on a Sunday for a, a game of pool and go and get pissed. That's not, it's not really a good standard demise. Whereas other people, that's the parts that they need to change. But they think that, oh, well, I can't do that. And it's not that you can't do it, but you need to understand that certain things that you do, do and don't serve you, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense to the guys. So yeah, so it was a play on words. Then I actually challenged myself and I was like, you know what, I'm going to share on this because it's pretty powerful. So yeah, hating yourself in incredible shape. It is possible. Do you know what I mean? It really, really is possible. So make sure that you're not compromising what you value in an effort to do something that you think you value, if that makes sense. So guys, like be clear on your values ask yourself some questions. What do you value most? Like, what do you surround yourself with? When are you at your happiest? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is it that like you've actually do most? What do you talk about most? The people that you net that you're with most, what do you talk about? And typically you find that that's your values, right? So now we're going to come on to some questions, right? So as a result of talking about like hating yourself, I thought I'd talk about, about self-image. So the first question is what is self-image? So self-image is how we perceive ourselves, right? And it is powerful, powerful stuff. And I'm going to be talking about this stuff at the Seamill Hydro because it's it's just, it's as the saying goes, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And belief is a huge, huge part to play in any of our results. Like the amazing thing about belief is, and I was talking about this recently, like, like this, this call right now, this microphone I'm talking about, someone just fought this up, then made it. This Zoom that I'm on right now recording this on, someone just fought it up and made, made it up, right? The reality is what I'm saying is, yeah, they might have been inspired by someone else that might have done like a set of evolution before them. And it's not just like, it wasn't just a caveman that decided to make Zoom, do you know what I mean? What I'm saying is an evolution and someone's seen an access there, but it's just came through someone thinking it up and creating it, right? Which is a powerful, powerful thing, right? And there is absolutely nothing stopping anyone doing anything apart from their own thought process Obviously, you have to take certain things into consideration. If someone turned to me and had never ran a mile in their life and they said, I'm going to run 100 miles tomorrow, I'd said, look, it's really nice that you believe that, but your body will jack in probably about 15 miles if you've never ran a mile before. And to be honest, 15 miles would be really, really like 
that would be giving them a lot. But they just they physically wouldn't be ready to do that. They would they would have tears in their muscle. Their tendons would jack in on them. Do you know what I mean that their bones would just be like they, they would just be disastrous. They could end up hospitalizing themselves. Right now, someone that's maybe ran an ultra marathon, right, and they've ran a thirty miler. They can run like a three hour marathon or something, and they go. Oh God, I'd love to be able to run 100 miles. I'd then say to that person, you can do it with training. And the only thing stopping them from doing it would be whether or not their self-image of themselves prevailed or not. They actually took it upon themselves and said, you know what? Well, I can or I can't, right? So what I'm trying to get at, it's a powerful, powerful thing, self-image. What we see is what we believe. And I spoke about this recently as well. And it's from Psycho-Cybernetics, right? If you've seen a bear, right? What would happen is it would trigger a fight or fight response. You would either try and fight with it, which I highly doubt if a 600 kilogram fucking grizzly bear was running at you, right? Or whatever the way, I don't know. That's maybe a bit big, right? You would run. You would run for your life. Even if you couldn't run, even if you had a walking stick, you would attempt to run the hardest you could, right? Now that's situation one. Situation two, you're walking along, you see a bear as well. It turns out that it's an actor, Hollywood actor, dressed up as a, state like an onset bear which looks really really like a bear and you still believe it's a bear guess what you would still run right because it would trigger the exact same response and you would believe that shit you would believe that's a bear and you would run your wee heart out and you would go as hard as you could right because that's what you believed right now let's imagine the same situation again but it was a dog and the person that seen it let's say it was you that seen it had really really poor vision and you convince yourself it was a bear, right? You would run and you would have the exact same chemical reaction in your body, fight or flight. Your heart rate would go through the roof. You would run, you would drop your walking stick or whatever. I'm pure assuming everyone's got walking sticks. But what I'm trying to get at is you perceive that as the truth. Therefore, you believe it. And that is what you commit to. Now, let's imagine situation three. It's situation four. I walk over and I go, oh, that's not a bear, Right? That's that belief there thing as well. So what I'm saying, guys, if you are constantly just being fucking negative about yourself, beating yourself up, doubting yourself, like you are never, ever going to be able to do anything, right? And I'm going to come on to like, like where do I think most people go wrong with self-image? I'm going to come on to that's the second question. But you need to understand that belief is such a, it's, it's the most powerful thing in which we possess. And it's not something that you're just going to flick and go, right, well, I can do it. I'm going to come on to that as well, but that's like that is what self-image is. It's it's what we choose to perceive about ourselves. And the reality is we can perceive whatever we want about ourselves. But if you're constantly doubting yourself, you're second guessing yourself, then you're you're always going to be in that position as well. So, question number two, where do I think most people go wrong with their own self-image? They don't do themselves any favors, right? And I think this really comes into like I'm not like I know that people are brought up and were shaped by our parents and all that. And where we're brought up, or if we don't have parents, maybe we're brought up and where circumstances are different or whatever, right? And say, for example, you've been brought up and no one has ever believed in you at all. No one has ever done anything to your self-esteem is in the worst place ever. That's a challenging spot to be in, right? The best thing I could, like, it's, it's a bit of a hard thing to answer, I suppose, where, where do people go wrong with self-image? I think it's about you really need to look at, like, is my environment and what I'm doing right now lifting me up or is it bringing me down? And I see this quite a lot as well, especially when folk come into my program. Like we've created an incredible community online of people who are all like-minded, they're all ambitious, they all demand more for themselves personally and professionally, and they all want to level up, right? That is what they all want. 
And people don't have that level of culture, community around them. And then when they do have it, it takes them to new levels. And I'm not just, this isn't just a plug to come up with me. I kind of is. No, I'm joking. But like what I'm trying to get at is look at your environment, look at how you set your day up. And this could be like your own environment. If you're waking up and your room's chaotic, you've got no law and order in your life. This could be down to you as well. So like there is your environment really, really influences whether the people you surround yourself with, the environment you go to, you're unhappy. Like maybe you're in a job that you hate and you're already got a poor self-image yourself. It's just not going to help the situation at all. So you need to start off looking at yourself and where you're at as well. And where I think a lot of people go wrong as well is in the language in which they look used, just, just talking, right? And that's one thing that you can change massively, how you speak to yourself. And you need to just catch yourself out doing it. You're not going to just change it immediately. I'm not going to tell you, you just start. If you're someone that always like beats yourself up and how many folk do you know that does that? Like you might be someone listening in right now. And the minute someone says something to you, like, would you want to try that? You go, I would never be able to do that. And what you do not realize is subconsciously, that is a defense mechanism because you're scared. You're scared in case you fail. You're scared in case you cannot do it. And as a result of that, what you end up doing is you just put up these barriers and you end up just hating yourself. And as a result of hating yourself, you think you're doing yourself a favor, but you're doing yourself an injustice and you're staying the same. So make sure that you need to start off with like, obviously how you speak to yourself as well and say it with some conviction. Don't just say it like, hopefully I'll do that. And yeah, it'll work itself out. Say it with some fucking conviction, say that you're going to do it and just lay down the law and make it realistic as well. And it should scare you a bit. And then lastly, how can you change it and flip it so on its head? This is something that Grant said a few weeks ago on the podcast. If you listen to it, do you want to now know how to be unconfident as fuck do nothing don't do anything people think that confidence is this thing that you either have or you don't have of course some people have a higher level of confidence than other people but that's all to do with their lifestyle that's all to do with the lead up to that point you you're just seeing the highlight highlight reel right ultimately conviction and your ability comes from the courageousness to take action and take that initial step forward so essentially the only way that you're going to gain confidence the only way that you're going to change and put and actually positively start developing a good self-image about yourself is actually through taking action, implementing and showing up into something that actually scares you a wee bit. That might be you've been sitting on this line, you've listened to every one of these episodes and you keep telling yourself that you should probably message me to work with me, but you keep putting it off. You keep telling yourself that you might, it might be someone else. It might not even be me. It might be another coach. It might be an event you've not been signing up for. It might be a relationship that you've been sat in for ages that you're like, this isn't serving me anymore, a job that you hate, right? Ultimately, you need to take it upon yourself to show up better than ever and lean into that and take ownership of it. it might just be speaking your truth, telling someone how you feel, do you know what I mean? And ultimately, what you realize is that level of denial that you've got in your life right now where you're trying to suppress something is actually taken away from what you're doing. And as a result, you keep just telling yourself that you don't have any confidence. But the reason you don't have any confidence is because you're not doing anything about it. That is it. So this is my challenge to you guys. If you're listening to this right now, you've been sat in something, you might not be in a pure place of pain. You might be in a really good spot, but you might be like, I demand more for myself. It might be the other way about, you might be in a complete place of discomfort where you're like, I've got this really poor self-image of myself. Fucking do something about it. So I'm going to finish it on that note, guys. But guys, as always, thank you very much for um, tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed it. The lessons are going up. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. But as always, guys, please, please, please screenshot it, tag me in your stories and share it to the world because I want more people to uh, listen to the podcast. In fact, what I want you to do, and I've said this before, if you think this podcast gave you a huge amount of value, 
go and send it to someone else and tell them to listen to it today whenever you're listening to that and say, look, this gave me an incredible amount of value and I think it could really benefit you too and you need to hear this today. Do that today for me, please, and go and implement that. That'd be incredible. But guys, thank you very much. Have a fantastic day and I uh, hope you are looking forward to the next episode. Goodbye.